We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to go over UFC 231. We're going to play some spitball, give you our games of the week and our picks, so stay tuned. And we're back! Yeah, yeah. No, we're not! Shut up! <laughs> you said I get 19 and I'm at 15. Nah, well, nah. I never said 19. Yo, That's nobody has kept track of anything. That's a weird number. I, I would just, never say 19. He said 15. Nah. And you're like, at like, like 18, I feel like. Three. 18 made my No minute. bullshit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, no. Whatever it is, I think we're at zero now. I agree. You think we ever landed on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> right before we started this, Tim was like, we should talk about what Kyrie, uh, Steph Curry said. And then you just threw it out like that. You know, I'm out here. Yeah, I know. Um, right to the point. I don't, I don't think it's like super outlandish. We were kind of having the argument of like, which is more crazy. The fact that Kyrie was like, the earth is flat. Or Steph was like, yo, we've never been on the moon. I don't know. I think that it's more believable that we've never been on the moon. Because, yo, when you think about it, bro, we went to the moon how long ago? And we haven't been back? Why, why are we not going back? We've right been there. back. It's right there. We've been back. Where? When? How? When? What With time? machines. Nah, like, I machines, need humans, bro. bro. Let's go play pickup up there. Why would shit. you send a human uh, up up there when you can send a yeah. machine up there for half Times the cost? Times have changed. And, you yo, know do you think you that we went, to the, we went to the moon t- once, right? Dude stepped on it for five seconds, put a put a flag in it. And then we bounced, and like you don't think we have anything else to learn about the moon? You know what I'm saying? That's why we send satellites. The, that's why we send the guys up there, the the little guys, the, the the rovers. Bro, get someone on the moon. Why? Here's what I'll say: If you're faking the moon landing, right? Yeah, it's a lot of nuts. You gotta have a giant set of balls to say we're planting a flag here, and then dip, because then you're 
plan could be pretty easily foiled by someone going there and being like, there's no flag here. Yeah, fuck your flag. Just take that shit. There's no, there's no flag here. Well, well, yeah. So if the flag is there, then we're there. You know, these two things could be connected if you think about it. Because if you're be. if you're a super conspiracy theorist, <laughs> then uh, if the Earth is flat, and this is all a simulation, blah blah blah. If you jumped off the one end, you land on the moon. Wrong. Where the <laughs> fuck did you get that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, Wrong. The the if moon. You jumped off one end, <laughs> you land on the moon. Those are the dumbest math I've ever heard. <laughs> this is physically impossible. But like, uh, if it's flat, if the Earth is flat, because I've talked to people like this on other, on other people's lives, where like if they believe that the the Earth, uh, the Moon is a projection, right? Mind you, I'm just this is someone else's. This is not me. But I'm <laughs> okay. saying that the Moon is else. a Moon is a projection. Okay. So it's not real. So like you can't get there, obviously. So if these two things are connected, super conspiracy here. Then us and Russia tried to get to that bitch and we're like, yo, wait, this shit is not real. And then USA is like, we're going to fake it so that everyone doesn't freak out that the earth is all fucked and flat and shit. So you're believing both of these statements. No, I'm not. I'm saying like that could be like a connection to the both of them. I don't believe that the earth is flat, but I do believe that it's a very real possibility that we're living in a simulation. I don't give a fuck either way. Literally, (laughs) that's not going to do anything for me. Right. If someone was like, yo, the earth is flat, I'd be like awesome <laughs> i have to go to work tomorrow so like what are we doing now yeah. like it doesn't change True. anything it doesn't it does nothing for me what uh, does it do for you i also hate science this falls under you hate science science is yeah trash. i hate science i love all science i've never Bro, i've never passed it i barely made it out of high school thanks to science like i failed my chemistry regents uh my heart breaks bro physics i think i failed and I passed biology. I fail chem too. I need one pass one science. Well, anyone who to passed chemistry in the first try is a bitch. That's all I'm gonna say. All right? <laughs> yeah, you need to struggle because I had a 96 a in chemistry in class. You know what I'm saying? How? Exactly. New York City. That's, that's what helped out. me out because when I failed, my mom was like, "This doesn't make sense. How do you have a 96 and you can't pass the regents?" I'd be like, no, "I'm I cheated." Like, no, nah, I was just like, "I don't know, Ma. It's the teacher." Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, I'm a senior, and I went to class <laughs> three days a week. Yeah, another thing I'll say too, right? So with the moon landing thing, mm-hmm. there's no stars in that video, which is weird. Don't you think that's weird? There's Are you no sure th- there's no stars? There's no stars, because that's one of the main points that people have when they're on the on the side of like, this is fake, and it was shot in a studio, whatever, blah blah blah. Mm. There's no stars. I feel like if it was shot in a studio, then it would be really hard to overlook stars. What? Right. You know what I mean? Like, like I that'd think, be a point of emphasis. Like, a, yeah, like an yeah. imperfection proves more that it's real rather than fake. That's what you think. But Here's, I, I agree with that. But what about like camera quality back then? Dude, I can see a star from New York City in fucking outer space. It's so far away, <laughs> allegedly. And I can see it with all the light pollution and actual pollution and clouds. I can see stars. You tell me if I'm on the standing on the fucking moon where there's no street lights, no Times Square. I can't see a fucking star. Maybe if you were carrying that- a, <laughs> maybe if you were carrying a camera from 1970 that was admitting like fucking OD like old school satellite Bro. images. Yeah, no, no, the no. Yo, the moon is kind of bright too. Maybe like it's brighter than like Times Square and street lights. 
Listen, you, can't see you jumped off the side of the oh. earth and landed on the moon. I'm not Yo, talking to you. No, that wasn't a bar. No, 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 bars. Come on, bars, son. That bars, was a bar. that was bars. I got to give him credit. It was I bars. I picked myself up from the, I'm with the that. earlier one. Yeah, I think you're <laughs> alone you know, on this. Do you know the moon <laughs> isn't emitting shit? It's the fucking sun that's hitting the moon. You don't know that, though. Well, but the word emit has multiple meanings, and if the sun is reflecting, it's still emitting. Oh, my God. My point out here. My point is the moon isn't giving off light. About to start awarding points. How you guys know? Yeah. yeah, now they like now they don't know. Science. It all could be a lie. I mean, honestly, you. either way, we gotta record this podcast. So like, the Earth could be a fucking triangle. We still gotta do this shit. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. Like people who dedicate their entire lives to trying to find out like how big <laughs> is the Earth actually, or how far away. Dude, none of this is gonna do anything. No, for no. Me. But if that's your job, like it's very interesting. Yeah, like, you enjoy your job. I like that shit. I love it. Yo, I'm, a, I'm a little secretly yeah, obsessed with it. Yeah. Like just like Earth and its its proximity in the, in the world. Like I have a feeling you're gonna call me crazy that we're just a what little. What you? We're just a little tiny cell inside. Like our entire fucking solar system is a little tiny cell. It's like in the bloodstream of some giant person who has more fucking giant people that he's. In the, it's like a never ending layers of everything living inside of everything. That's what I think we're at. Yeah, I honestly. Yeah, prop, yeah. Yo, yeah honestly, I think so. if I ate some special treats, I'd probably like believe you and want to hear more. <laughs> honestly, none I'd of be this, blown away. I'd be like, Tim, what are you talking none about? None of this does anything for me. Like, <laughs> I, I'm honestly just trying to live my, you know, 85 years or whatever. That the doesn't life do anything is. for you. Did you just hear what his thought was? Yeah, but what is that? How am I going to, like, am I going to change my life because like, of that? If you think you're inside, like, we're inside someone else that looks like you, like, yeah. that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Now what? I don't change. That. <laughs> Both don't, of you have great points, but like yeah. I don't change anything. <laughs> I don't change anything about what I do. I just, I just, I just be. I'm just trying to get my 85 I mean, yeah, years. Yeah, we in just be, but it's still Yo, like crazy to think. Chasing of. your whole life trying to prove something that like can't be proven. That yeah, <laughs> that's tough. I mean, that's a lot of people do that with cancer, trying to find a yeah, cure. Some cancer. people say it's the only, that's the only life worth living. I'm not one of those people. I'm a podcaster, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Conspiracy theory for for cancer, it will never be fucking. Solved or not solved, but like, I mean, cancer could be solved very easily. I'm one of those people that think that like, even if the there cure. was a cure, if or if there, I don't want to be disrespectful of the people who are like trying to find a cure for cancer. My cousin being one of them, but uh, there is conspiracy theories like there's just too much money in cancer that they'll it's never true. let it like. But it's a cycle though because the cancer comes from the food we're eating. So if we fix the food we're eating, we wouldn't get cancer anymore. It's true. Very true, Timothy. Um, That's how you fix it. It's crazy. So anyway, this is our science podcast. <laughs> My mind is blown. You know that emoji where the guy's head is coming off and it's like yeah. smoke, it's exploding? That's me right now. You, you must know, have spent the weekend in Montreal. Huh? You must have spent the weekend Toronto. in Montreal. Toronto. Toronto. My bad. Damn Not it. Montreal. I almost had a good joke. Fuck. Dumb bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Toronto, so boss, we waited for you to get here. We did. On Thursday. Word. As he has his uh, Hall of Fame hoodie on. Fire. Very fire. Yo, about That's the Hall of Fame though, real quick. Did you did you like it? Did you see the Greece hockey jersey? By yeah, way? they had every country. Let's it was go. funny because I was with my our buddy Marco and there was a Spain jersey and the guy's name was Gonzalez. Down the back of the jersey. That's fire. <laughs> yeah. That's He's fire. like, yo, my uncle, bro. <laughs> my uncle. Your boy Amico was on there because they had just won the world championships over the summer. Oh, they that's have Sweden jersey there? Like their own like giant ass portrait on the wall is the current like champion. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, Sweden's also like a, I was going to say a national power. That's wrong. But they're a world power when it comes to hockey. Also. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. 
Word. Isn't that the, doesn't that, Hendrik Lundqvist play for Sweden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Hendrik. Hendrik Lundqvist. What did I say? You said Hendrik. It's Henrik. Henrik. Whatever. Whatever. Bro. I mean, he was <laughs> on that team though, but he is a Close Swede. Enough. Yeah, come on. Yeah, he's but it was old. pretty cool. That Miracle on Ice stuff in there. Yeah, you saw the cup. Yeah. Apparently, there's only three Stanley Cups. So there's the cup that was there, uh-huh. which is just like not the real cup. But he said that's only that not there. The week where the, pre- the cup that's presented comes to town because at that time they take the one that's on display to carve mm. and then they use that cup. It's like a whole big process. But the original cup, there's three cups. One is the original cup. It's just like a literal cup. It's a bowl, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that's the original. And they took it off and they didn't want to put add rings to it or anything. So that was like the original cup. And that's the day. one that's, that's over like, there, and then the one that the team that wins. Yeah, they have. Yeah, so there's three. That's fire. So they don't like they don't really like disrespect the the actual Stanley Cup. It's like a stand-in. Right. Right. Because right. I was like, yo, do they take this one? I was like, is this the real one or the fake? Because it's got to be a fake one. He's like, yeah. Because I know like people go on tour with the Stanley Cup when they win it. Yeah, they and stuff just... like that. So he's like, yeah, there's two of them. He's like, they get to keep it for like two or three months. Or whatever, and then it goes on like tours around the world. <laughs> I was like, yo, it's like it's a human being. It's on tour, just bang chicks, <laughs> <laughs> just doing lines on but the that fucking was pretty cool. They had all the current trophies in there in a glass case, you know, engraved. Isn't like like that circular room, right? Yeah, yeah, it's upstairs. Yo, it's in the room you, of zone. You, Have you we been went there? together? Yeah, yeah. When we went for OVO fest. Oh, you did go? Yeah, yeah we went to the hall of fame. Yo, kind of like loses its aura being in a mall. It is. Yeah. Oh, location, I was like, yeah. yo, this isn't like a whole. I don't have. It's it. also like underground. Any, like, yeah, yeah. Like I was like, yo, I have me, no let's, Hall let's, of Fame like what paint, hype let's right now. Let's paint the picture for Tim. Imagine going to Queen Center Mall and yeah. that last where the food court is. Yeah, that's the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's like, in that area. You, tell, you, t- what, you take what, it. What's for Hall of Fame is this again? Hockey. hockey. You take an escalator yeah. down. Damn, hockey, no love. You take Yo. an escalator down, yes. in like a, it, what looks like a mall. You take it down, and then it's like at the end. It looks like the beginning of like a Skechers store, except with a bunch of hockey gear. And then you go in there, it's like a big-ass store with like levels to it. Mm. Levels to this shit, though. When you're in it, you feel like you're actually in yeah, the mall. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a really cool place to go. It's just like they got to do a little better job on the outside. Have yeah. you ever been to Cooperstown, Tim? Uh, no, unfortunately, I have not. Yeah. I, ha- I don't find myself in upstate New York a lot. But it's like the Baseball Hall of Fame. You I like know. want to take a trip. So I've been to Cooperstown. It's totally different. It's like its own little town. Everything is baseball around it. And then you have like this whole building for the Hall of Fame. It's just like very Hall of Fame-y like vintage vibes. When I was in Toronto, I was like, yeah, this is the Hall of Fame like in the basement. Of- it was a little. Uh, yeah, it was a little weird. But once you got in there, it definitely felt like a real Hall of Fame. which was It was dope. I got to go to Cooperstown. I got to go to Canton too. Canton, I'm going when Eli Manning gets in. Mm, nice. That's, Canton is uh, in Ohio, of, right? Yeah. Yo, when that's we went, that's another thing. When we went to Ohio for Johnny's show, we we drove by. It was like forty miles out the way. We're like, yo, we should go because when are we gonna be in this neck of the woods? Do you again? remember what happened? Why we did it? A lot happened. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. We happened. got way too fucked up. Yeah, as usual when we were that age. But yo, how was uh, how was Toronto for UFC, bro? What was the vibe like in the yeah, city? Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. We went first. We got there. We landed. I was on no sleep, so I had a couple coffees and some Red Bulls, but. We went to Christmas market, which was phenomenal. <laughs> Joey would have enjoyed it. Hell yeah! Um, but it was sick, and then we got some poutine. Poutine, P- poutine, yeah. Yo, yeah. Like the American. Like, I was going out of my way. Or? Yo, our last day there, I was like, "Yo, can we go somewhere that has poutine?" Like, I need to have one more time before I go back. But yeah, poutine was amazing. And then for UFC, like it was, like it felt like when you were because we stayed a block away from the arena. It was literally around the block, 
and there was a good crowd there. It was it was very lively and energetic. And even the next night, the Raptors game, yo, the energy in there. I was like, yo, I don't feel this at all at a Knicks game. This is the most energetic I felt a basketball game. Like every they were in tune, or like involved with every single play. They were so booing the every like yo every play. It's a, there was a went, reaction. I'm like, yeah. yo, you never see that at the. You Garden. went to the Warriors, the Warriors game. Bucks, nah, the Bucks, oh. Raptors, Bucks. Yo, well. Toronto has a really good home court advantage. It's just that LeBron shits on them every time he goes there. That's why yeah. people think that, oh, you know, like Toronto's fan yeah, base is not turned up. Nah, that place was yeah, packed and like they were involved in every, like I yeah. said, every single play. Turnovers, fouls, out of bounds, timeouts. Like it was live, the whole the whole thing. And same for the UFC. Like they were involved from like the prelims on. There were a lot of Canadians on the car too, so mm-hmm. that made it easy for them to get. There was, I think there was eight Canadians. So it was good, man. It was dope overall. Like just the experience and the people. Dude, watching a game at MSG is probably like the worst thing ever. Yeah, like honestly, that was foreign... I think my first NBA game, not in the Garden at, or or Barclays because like obviously they're both here, but away and it was like, yo, this is so much different. I went to a playoff, so game much different, and TV it was a regular Garden. season game. What like twenty, like yeah, thirty five yeah. or something? Yeah. Well, I, I will say the one thing about New York when it comes to the Garden in particular, a lot of fans that go to those games, they're not New Yorkers. Yes. Yeah. It's and it's all, very, and other than that, it's very corporate. Exactly. Yeah. It's all, I, I see it from the people that come to, to the stand. They're all like, oh, I got tickets to the Nick game tonight. And the guy's from like Cleveland, Ohio. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm going because my company has a suite or they have you know, yeah. this section or some shit. So you don't really have passionate fans in New York like that. You know, the, the, the real fans sit in upper deck. Right. Because tickets are like $400 and it's too expensive yeah. down there. What do you think about that main event? Oh, it was sick. I think it was fight of the year. Yeah? yeah I swear to God. Because, like, Max won the first two rounds, and Ortega kept coming forward. And he hit him a couple times. He had him leaning back against the fence. He even threatened with submission attempts, takedowns. But Max, you know, he kept it on the feet and ultimately won in the fourth round via doctor stoppage. But that whole fight was sick. Like, Ortega coming out to X going to give it to you. That was pretty dope. Um, but, yeah, the whole main card in general, from, like, Manuel to Santos to open it up, that oh, was a yeah. knockout. That was a That was a... That was brutal. Just bombs being thrown that yeah, whole fight. Yeah. So that was a good fight. The only whack fight I think was Dwodu Bochniak because Bochniak was like, ran that around. That guy Dwodu has bro. He's his... nice. It's Bochniak who was the problem. Like he just kept running around from getting his ass whooped. Telling you, bro. It's obviously DraftKings related to him where I paid up for him one time, studied <laughs> and ruined my whole lineup. Um, and then I forgot what the other fight was. Gunnar Nelson. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yo. Yo. I that... remember watching. I was like, yo, that elbow and like. All of a sudden, like the mat turned red, and like I look at, the, I look up, his whole face is red. Yeah, it looked like Stone Cold. When and then when the he turns shooter. to roll him over to put him in the rear naked, like he looks like he's like, yo, not now. Like, you know, that moment slowed down for me, where it's just like you saw his face. I'm like, I felt sorry for the guy. Like he was about to get choked out, but as soon as he got rolled over, he's like, yo, because yo, oh, he was bro. bleeding a lot. Yeah, oh he got it was elbowed. a ton of blood. For those that didn't see, he was obviously Gunnar Nelson at him and mounted him, and just threw a rained an elbow down on his forehead. Bro, did you see the stitches? No. It's like a it's like a Y, like a lowercase Y. Yeah. Right in the middle of his forehead. Yo. Yo, it was insane. Rank it, rank it now by things you would want to get hit with: an elbow, a punch, or a kick. I punch. think elbow would be the last thing I would. Yes. Pick. Yes. It As would be like like a well connected elbow. <laughs> it's bedtime. I'll take a punch. Whatever. A kick would probably knock me out, so it would be like, all yeah, right, a like, kick, a kick I'm not really going to feel this until like two days later. An elbow, though, I'm not going to get knocked out. I'm just going to bleed. Yeah. Yeah. Taekwondo Tim has been hit with kicks. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> uh, not, when you're in a martial arts competition, like it's been a, while, it's been a long time and I wasn't facing big, giant men, but 
when you're in a competition, you're hoping for punches in a martial arts yeah. competition. Like punches are the goal. Like you, you so like getting jabbed is much easier than getting course. kicked and getting elbowed. Right, much right. easier on you, dude. An elbow it looks vicious, man. Even if we go back like a couple months when Ortega hit Frankie Edgar with that elbow, yeah, like that shit like hurt me watching. Or like John Jones, like the, he's coming up with that fight against Gustafson. There's yeah. a famous clip where he throws like a spinning, spinning elbow. elbow. It's like, right, right. Yo. So it's fucking. Forehead. Yo, Yair too. We talked about Yair. Oh my god, elbow. Yeah, Yair. Like, yo, elbows are no joke, dude. Yeah. It's illegal to throw a twelve six because, uh, like, remember where breaks someone's face. Where those videos are all going viral of those dudes breaking like the the big ass like ice blocks with their elbows. So like, well, if if you could break like. 12 cinder blocks and shit with your elbow going 12-6. We can't have that in fighting. That's why you don't see the 12-6. Yeah. Oh, God. You know what's crazy? Like, if someone does get hit with 12-6 in a street fight. Yeah. What do you... I, I, I want to ask you, with uh, with Max, right? It's fair to say we could put the to bed him, like, being hurt or not healthy anymore. Cause yeah. Because he looked phenomenal. He was I like, thought he looked fine all week. Nice, nice voice crack. I was, trying, I, was hoping, I was hoping you were like Damn, so disguised it. Nah, yeah, I got my bad. I couldn't let that fly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nah, he looked good. Like I thought. I know there was a a, a clip of because I was worried. Like we bought tickets a long time ago, yeah, so I was like, Yo, yeah. if this main event gets scrapped, I'll be. Oh, I would have lost it. But the open workouts fight week, we're two twenty six. Like he, they had a video of him just like tapping yeah. pads. Yo, he looked toast in that video. And then the two thirty one open workout, like he was, you know regular workout for him and he was like live and energetic like in the in vegas he was just like mad lethargic or whatever and it was good man he looked i thought he looked phenomenal he fucking hit at 44 and a half he didn't have to cut that half pound but he hit that and then in the fight he looked like fucking max holloway he fucking i feel like he hit every punch he threw it was crazy. Yo, props yeah. to Ortega, too. This dude was getting tagged all Yo, fucking day. Beat. And Yo. never, and still stood in there and yeah. he was throwing bombs back. He caught uh, Holloway sometimes, and I'm like, Yo, this. He, he won fight. the third round. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I remember um, Eric was like, Yo, I've never seen uh, someone roll with punches as good as Ortega. Yeah, because he's. Yo, his chin cracked. is ridiculous. Like, he's getting cracked. And his eyeball so was out here, his mouth was like as fat as I don't know what. I'm like, shocked. And Yo, also. Props to Holloway for every time that Ortega like shot on him, he blocked it right yeah. away. Yeah, did get taken down like once or twice, and he got right back. Right up. back up, yeah. yeah. He did a good job of staying, uh, you know, on his feet. But that shit was crazy, man. Definitely want to see that fight again. That fight was so good that you're gonna want to see it. Another I think five you're gonna times. too. You think man. we're gonna, or is it, or is it the end of Max at 45? Max says he wants to stay and defend his strap. He's like, yo, I'm the champion. Like, I'm not going anywhere. I and think I, you stay and in defense. And he looked, that performance, like, how can you say, like, yo, you have to go up? I would fight Other Ortega again. I would fight Ortega again and then probably move up. Because, like, who who are you going to fight in that division now? Edgar? Like, he owes Edgar that title shot. I think what they, what they... Ultimately, like, if you go back to March, well, it was last December where Edgar pulled out on him and he rematched Aldo in that main event. Then they got booked again for March, and, and then Holloway Max, pulled out. And then that's when Ortega said. And then Edgar's like, yo, I'll still fight. And he was a number one contender. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. And he stayed on the card, and Holloway accepted on short notice and then knocked him out, obviously, and the rest of his history wound up being Holloway-Ortega. So I think if there is one fight at 45 for Holloway, it'd probably be Edgar. I think what they do is they do what they did with Cody and TJ. They run that back, and then if, if Max beats him again, it's like... Yeah. I got to move up and go That's for like saying. a big money fight. And I can't see why, why give that to Edgar when Ortega beat him and then he got the shit kicked out of him by Holloway. Yeah. It's tough. It's uh, a weird call. 
You think Max would be dope in 155? Yo, 155 is stacked. But he's Yo, big crazy. too, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was a big dude even for 45. Like, yeah. for 55, he'd be big. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of good fights up there. Him and Poirier would be a good fight. Overall, that, that card was fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. stacked. Um, all right, cool. Let's get to uh, a little spitball here. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with fight week. Yo, shout out to our buddy Jared mm. Gordon. Uh, the last Fox card ever is this weekend. Kevin Lee versus Al Iaquinta. Definitely said that mad wrong. I get his name wrong every time. Iaquinta, <laughs> Iaquinta, whatever it is. Yep. From New York. Comes out to Ja Rule. Good walkout song. But yeah, our boy Jared Gordon is fighting on the prelims, which I believe are also on Fox. And he should be on, I believe the prelims started at 5. He's second fight, so 5.30. So go check that out. Jared Gordon. Fight week. He's fighting Joaquin Silva um, at 1.55. And it's a big fight. He's looking to go 3-1 in the UFC. So let's get it done, Jared. Uh, around Europe we go. So these are the teams that have qualified for the round of 16 of Champions League. Dortmund with Pulisic came in first. Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Tottenham, PSG, Liverpool, Porto, Schalke, Bayern, Ajax, Boston, Dirty Lambs with minus 11 goal differential for AEK. Bedtime for them. Man City, Lyon, Real Madrid despite getting... Pummeled at home, three nothing. They advanced with AS Roma and Juventus and Manchester United onto the round of sixteen. So you got a couple of, you got a lot of big big clubs in the next round. So it should be fun going forward. The sweeter the berry. Eric Berry is making his return tonight. In fact, if you're listening to this, it's probably after he's already <laughs> yeah. made his return. Um, after 15 months with an Achilles injury, uh, he's a five-time Pro Bowler. He beat cancer. Everyone's favorite guy, Eric Berry. Uh, he's back and he's going to be. An X factor for a team who desperately needs some defensive help. Scratch that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scratch your voice. Scratch that. <laughs> UFC 233 <clears throat> was canceled. Uh, it was supposed to be the first pay-per-view of 2019 for for the reason that they couldn't get a main event. They couldn't get a title fight. Um, the biggest fight on the card was Askren Lawler. That's been moved to March now. And... Uh, title fight of Cejudo Dillashaw, which was originally the main event, got moved to Brooklyn for the f- debut on ESPN. So really left no other option for them but to cancel the card. Yo, quick question. Is is that gonna, that's not a pay-per-view event? Which one? The Cejudo Dillashaw? No. It's yeah, it's their start of their contract with ESPN, so they kind of wanted to load it up. Kind of dumb, no? I mean, ESPN probably paid them for, yeah, they, you know. Yeah. They're getting paid good much, so yeah, we got to put on for a first yeah. Show them why yeah, it's that makes worth sense. the money. You're right. You're right. Uh, congrats. Congrats <laughs> to. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Uh, to Atlanta United FC winning the Major League Soccer Cup in, uh, I believe it's their second season, in front of 73,000 people. Atlanta United, guys, if you haven't paid attention, whether you like the MLS or not, they fill that shit up. Like, to compa- like, the Falcons can't even do that. That's where they play. Stay calm. Stay calm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yo, it, it's nice to see Atlanta, the city of Atlanta, win a championship. You know, the Falcons let them down in the Super Bowl. Georgia has let them down national championship and SEC games. Now you got a winner in Atlanta United. And this is a team going forward that if they could keep the, the MLS MVP, this guy, Martinez, Venezuelan, has scored, like, 40-something goals in, in, like, 18 months. Guy's on unbelievable. If they could keep him because he's a hot prospect now to go overseas and play, this is a team with a really young core, and they can make some noise. So, shout out to Atlanta United. Interesting, because yep. Atlanta is also a place that's kind of known for we don't pack our stadiums. The yeah. Braves never played a packed stadium, even in playoff. The Hawks either. Hawks yeah, never. And, and the, 
for some reason, soccer just works over there. Remember the Falcons had to, they got in trouble because they were putting fake fan noise? Crowd, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they yeah. lost a draft pick for that. Yeah. They were pumping crowd noise in there. Yo, shout out to Nick for naming his pitbull. Congrats. I was so happy when I found that. I was like, yo, let's go. Congrats. Hot stove cooking. All right, we got a bunch of moves that have been made since the last time I updated you guys on the hot stove. Setup man Joe Kelly, formerly the Red Sox to the Dodgers, three for 25. Jerry's familiar resigns with the Mets as a setup man this Thoughts? time. I love it. All right. Three for 30, especially at the three for 30. For a, for a, he His sinker is unhittable when he's on. Um, the Yankees re-signed J.A. Happ, three years, 30, two years, 34 million. Thoughts? <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, it's a good... Good rotation, but he's probably going to be towards the bottom. So, of course, I love it. Justin Bohr signs with the Angels. Charlie Morton with the Rays, two for 30. Tanner Rourke of, uh, of traded. the Nationals traded over to Cincinnati, uh, which is music to my ears because he was a Mets killer. Uh, Lance Lynn gets three for 30 from the Texas Rangers. I don't know how that happened. Yvonne Nova traded to the White Sox. The Phillies signed Andrew McCutcheon to a three-year, $50 million deal. And Billy Hamilton signs with the Royals for a one-year deal for $5.25 million. How about the, the Encarnacion trade? Oh, Carlos that Santana. happened after I wrote this up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot we, get, the, I we need to get the Mariners, right? We need yeah, to get that. I need the to exact get deets. I don't know the exact deets, but I know Encarnacion. Yeah, so Encarnacion went uh, to Cle- uh, from Cleveland to the Mariners. Carlos Santana, who was just acquired <laughs> from the Phillies, back to Cleveland. <laughs> um, and the Rays, they receive money. They also get uh, first base prospect Jake Bowers. Uh, Tampa Bay gets third baseman Yandy Diaz from Cleveland. Um, they're also sending uh, Cole Sussler, who's a pitcher, uh, the 77th pick in the draft this year. Tampa Bay gets five. Uh, sorry, Seattle gets five million from Tampa Bay, and the Mariners are going to pay six million to Cleveland. A really interesting move to me because it seems as though like the Mariners are in a rebuild. But why would you acquire Edwin Encarnacion if you're in a rebuild? It doesn't make much sense. To me. Veteran presence, power bat. Him and him and Nelson Cruz are kind of like but very Nelson Cruz is a free players. agent. I think that's maybe they're just trying to replace Nelson. Cruz. Unless yeah, unless they're like gonna flip him at the deadline because obviously who wouldn't want to if he is Edwin Encarnacion through August like someone's gonna want that bet. Interesting in the playoffs. Very interesting. But yeah, it is. I don't know. I don't really. Cleveland seems like they're going back to. Oh, they did. Yeah. The know. walks. Yeah. <laughs> they, they want a guy that gets on base a little more than they want a guy who hits home runs. I guess. Yeah. We shall see. A lot of interesting moves in baseball. The the shift in baseball. Um, not just the shift, but the shift in the type of baseball that's being played. It's uh, it's making for interesting moves that I don't truly understand until they're until I see it. Also, good to see like the winter meetings finally getting hot. It was like a couple of days; it was pretty dormant. So now, like the last today and yesterday, were like pretty and I'm hot. I thank God that Noah Syndergaard for JT Real Muto is not something that I'm. Oh, saying it's still here. on the table. Oh no, it's not. Yeah, it is to the Padres. He might go to the Padres now. No. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. Let's get to uh, football here. First game we have is the eight and five Cowboys going into Indianapolis against the Colts, seven and six. I believe if the Cowboys win, then they win the NFC East. Yep. Do they pull it out Ooh, this on the early? road? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, I, if I'm the Colts, I'm nervous. Um, this defense has been absolutely ridiculous since Sean Lee went out, which is. Freaking! I, the I don't complete know. Complete opposite. Yeah, all these right. Years, like yeah. the complete opposite of what's been happening all these years. But uh, that defense is now all of a sudden um, flanked by an offense that can that can do things. Ezekiel Elliott had twelve receptions last week, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that Amari Nooper is out here and he's running these routes, 
and he's creating separation. He's creating these underneath patterns, and they're controlling the ball again. And it's a formula that made them 13-3 and three and one Des Bryant bullshit call away from a Super Bowl. And look, Did he catch it, it was a bullshit call. It wasn't bullshit. It was absolute bullshit. Hey, rules are rules, guy. Number one bullshit. This is number one bullshit. All right, but we could agree <laughs> to disagree on yeah, that. Yeah, cross that. But <laughs> let's fuck this shit. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I don't. Kucherov, when he does his fucking, like, his speech. Uh, He's like, I want to thank the families. Let's fuck this shit. I <laughs> <laughs> got the parade in front of the whole crowd. Sorry. I That's just, amazing. I, I had to. It was hilarious. Is Joe, do you guys, does anyone know the status of Joe Kelly? Is, is, he, supposed <laughs> to, is he supposed to come back? Ryan big, Kelly. Ryan the Kelly. Pitcher, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, I just I just said him. <laughs> he, si- he signed. Does anyone know the status of Ryan Kelly? Is he supposed to be back? <laughs> he, he, he's supposed to be back this weekend. I think It'll that's be a, a big, big, yeah. So last, last I heard about it, and I hadn't, I hadn't checked uh, for the last few hours. But last I heard about it, he's set to come back. He's yeah. practicing. So when you are, when he, when he's in, the Colts' offense is completely different in terms of the running game. And I think they're going to have to run the ball in order to win this game. I, so his addition back is going to be giant. I don't know if the Colts can pull this game out though, because I think the Cowboys are just on a next level right now. Uh, I also think that with the with, with Ryan Kelly coming back, remember they hit that stretch where Luck didn't get hit for five games in a row, which is something that was never the case with him. And then he went down and then that's where you kind of saw things fall apart because let's not forget this guy also is a center. So everything is anchored from him and yeah, him coming back is going to be huge, especially against that defensive line. Yo guys, don't kill me looking at you two, but since they got Amari Nooper, (laughs) they've been, they've led the league in completion percentage and third down percentage. So not only is he balling, it opens up a ton more for Ezekiel Elliott, who's leading the league in rushing. He had 12 catches last week, so he just has much more room to roam. And that offense, you said the defense has taken over since Sean Lee's gone down. That offense has pretty much taken over since Amari Cooper came into town. Yeah, I think, you know, we're not a... Uh, Nooper, I'm sorry. Nooper, yeah, we're not uh, a... <laughs> we're not going to kill you or get mad at you, but... No, no, I meant for changing, for nah, calling him Nooper, you know. No, no, nah, nah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, got you. Look, <laughs> they, I still think... Tim brought up a good point where... When I don't know if it was on here, but I remember you talking about it. How now that pick is worse and worse, right? Where in the oh, the first round pick in the beginning when they made that trade, they were three and five, right? Might have so, been after that, but it was around that time. Yeah, yeah. but you're, you're looking at that trade, and that's potentially a top fifteen pick. Where now the way Dallas is going, that's probably going to be twenty five, twenty six, mm-hmm. and, and he'll also, take that, yeah. yeah, and also what you said from the beginning, you're like, yo, dude, this guy is twenty four years old. Yeah. Younger than Calvin Ridley, right? Yeah. Or is he a little older? He's he's the number one receiver in, in statistically since that trade. And also, only Christian McCaffrey has more catches out the backfield than than Zeke since that trade, too. Yeah. They've, like, rechanged the offense. Ever since Jason Garrett was on the hot seat, like, yo, he has to go, he has to go. They've really turned it around. I mean, I didn't realize they were on the cusp of clinching a division this week with a win. It's crazy. So, I, yeah, I, I like the Cowboys here this week. Over Twelve the catches for Zeke. Like, that's Todd Gurley shit. That's, that's CMC shit. Yeah, that's CMC shit. Yeah, you know, when you have players like that, you have to give them the ball. Like, don't be these idiots where you're just like, you abandon the run immediately and, like, you know. Well, that was the issue for them early in the season. Like, they would get away from the run and they wouldn't involve him in the passing game. Now they're finally using their best weapon in the passing game. The if ca- you have a <laughs> T.Y.? My boy's been cooking, baby. Carrying the dirty that. lambs in fantasy also. Yeah, that's a, that's, he's... he's uh, He's third on that list. You know, like I said, Amari Cooper, the number one receiver since that trade. Juju is second. Sorry, Joe. I know that hurts because 
on the on the sidelines there. But then, yo, T.Y. Hilton, he's been balling. And, and let's not forget, T.Y. Hilton had that one game against the Jaguars where he kind of shit the bed. But T.Y. Hilton, yo, when he plays in Indianapolis, who's the wide receiver you talk about? Like, yo, you got to play him at home only. Yo, Trey you know Trey who's like that now, too? Adam Thielen. That's true. Kills at home now. Yeah, Thielen. I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, the yeah, last yeah, three games right. on the road, the offense has been asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, but, yo, T.Y. Hilton, man. And it's weird because that offense, I in a strange way, is similar to Dallas where it's really a two-headed monster, right? It's Zeke and Amari Cooper. And then you look at the Colts. It's Eric Ebron, who has three drops all year, yeah. and, and T.Y. Hilton. And Andrew Luck is playing at a high level. This this game, I will I will say this about the Cowboys. This is one of those games where you compare the... Remember the Chargers when they went into Pittsburgh? You're like, yo, I want to see if this team is for real. Mm-hmm. I want to see if this is a different Cowboys team because like now people are like, yo, can they win a Super Bowl? They've won five in a row. The division's up for grabs. They're playing well. Everyone's blowing them. Let's see if they come out and lay eggs because yeah. the Colts need this game. Colts are in a big spot. They, seven and six were like three other teams, I think, and yeah. then the Ravens are you, you can make a, holding a, down the last spot. You can make a strong case for this being a more important game for the Colts. Yeah, for sure. You know, where Dallas kind of has the division on lock, if not this week, next week, or the week after. You know what I mean? Right. I think Whereas, it's not a stretch to say that. I think the Colts... Nah, I think that is the case. Yeah, and it's going to it's gonna be a good test for Andrew Luck, too, because that secondary has been fucking bonkers. And so, let's see. Let's see, because they're going to they're gonna be focusing on T.Y. Hilton, because everyone else... Eh. I'll tell, I'll tell you one thing. If you're Andrew Luck, and you're lining up, and you're, you're scanning the field, if you see Anthony Brown on T.Y. Hilton, you should have a semi. That cup should be moving Just down there. throw the there. ball. Yeah, Anthony Brown has... I, Danny and I, when we play DFS, we're like, yo, anytime that guy is out there, if we know that he's going to be guarding someone on those PFF charts, you know, the wide receiver cornerback matchups, we're like, yo, in some money. So that's a, because he, he's opposite of Byron Jones. So it goes back to like Revis and Cromartie, right? Cromartie was dope. He comes over, he gets picked on because like, yo, I'm not going to throw at Revis. That's how Byron Jones is now for right, the Cowboys. Right. So naturally, Anthony Brown is just going to get torched and that's what's been happening. That's you are. So who you guys got? You got Colts? <laughs> I'm staying true to the brand, baby. T.Y. I better see a lot of this, boss. If we see this. Who are taking? That's fine. I'm taking the Cowboys. Long sleeve Zeke, bro. Oh. Ever since he put the long sleeves on, it's a rat. He's <laughs> been I, wearing them indoors, too. It's crazy. I think the the number one thing I hate admitting most in my life is that was when Skip Bayless is right. But he was right about this one. The Cowboys are real. No, I, I nah, was, and a, I just said it today. I'm like, if the Cowboys were 0-16, he'd figure out a way to be like, Oh, you know, the Cowboys are actually the second best team in the NFC. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. I mean, sure, but he was right about this one. You got to give credit where credit's due. He's right like how Eric is right. Every, anytime A-Rod hit a home run, I called that. I'm like, you also call every fucking at-bat. So, <laughs> so you're not you really call right. call those, bro. You're not either, really either right. Either way. Uh, he was right on I think the Cowboys Looper? go and they and they go into a tough place to win on the road, and they win on the road. I'm also going to take the Cowboys. I think when you add, like, uh, you know, that division is up for grabs. I don't know. Freedom. I'm still. I've also seen the Colts like who were rolling, and then they scored fucking no points. Fuck. Yeah, on the road against the Jaguars. So yeah, like, but like a Jaguars team that is a fucking dumpster fire at the moment. Like, like, yeah, you know fair. what I mean. So we'll see. But now they're at home. <laughs> it could be a high scoring game. Who knows? Yeah, I think my elbow just like snapped. Yeah, you were <laughs> that like, last one really got. You were me. He's throwing it, up like thirty ty since we started talking about this game. <laughs> my guy. Uh, all right, the next game we have here is the seven and six Dolphins going into Minnesota to play the six six and one Vikings. Vikings. Literally today, I was just talking about because I was playing Madden. I was like, "What happened to this team?" Offensive line problems. The, those offensive line problems were kind of like, you know, swept under the rug last year. 
But the Vikings two years ago had one of the worst offensive lines in the league. And then last year, they had such an efficient running game that it kind of hid the problems of the offensive line. But now you're seeing it. Kirk Cousins was running for his absolute fucking life. He was just on the run like a gazelle running away from a lion. Uh, and when he actually made a throw, it was terrible. Um, they're also kind of a predictable offense. Uh, they don't do a great job of moving guys around. I feel like they just fired their offensive coordinator. So it's going to be interesting to see like how Delvin Cook is utilized, uh, how Stefan Diggs is utilized. Because the one thing, Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen are a great pair, but the only problem is they're both best out of the slot. So what do you do? Because I think that you should be able to move Thielen outside sometimes and, and digs into the slot. You should be able to move them around the formation, especially because they're basically your only two weapons with Kyle Rudolph basically becoming a non-factor. So I'm interested to see how a new regime comes and tries to fix this. Because, look, there it was a few years back, I think, when oh, – what team was it that they fired their offensive coordinator and then they went on to win the Super Bowl? I can't remember who it was. Shit. I'm blanking right now, too. But this guy, DiFilippo, that they fired was the guy that came over from Philly. And apparently the guy that's offensive coordinator now was the guy that your boy Mike Zimmer boss wanted to be the coordinator. So the locker room really likes this dude on the offensive side. So maybe it could jumpstart this offense. But I got a question for you guys because I put this poll up as I was watching the Monday Night Football game. And, I mean, we are a society that tends to live in the moment. And I asked the question of factoring in talent and contract. Would you rather Kirk Cousins for $30 million per year or Case Keenum for 16? And it was 58% in favor of Keenum. What do you guys think about that? I think that that recency bias a little bit is a, it has a little bit to do with the fact that Kirk Cousins just laid an egg. They've been on the road too, like I said, the last three. But like, what is know, Case like, Keenum? Like, what is his ceiling? Well, we saw it. His ceiling is. Yeah, but that was like. <clears throat> an anomaly like that will never happen again that's fair that dude that dude played out of his fucking mind but that's, I mean, his no, he, no, that's, that's how his he was ceiling. in college though he was out of his mind like he was they're he has all, all out the, of their mind in college so. you no know, but he has all the like the college passing records yeah but they're all out of yeah so is tim tebow he's nice in college too nah, but, nah, no but like, well, i don't give a fuck about college I, but I he wasn't getting I'm sucked saying. huh but he wasn't getting sucked Yo, Tim Tebow's getting sucked. Don't get me started on this, right? I refuse to believe. No, nah, like Case Keenum had pro potential. Like T- Tebow never had pro potential. Okay, everyone knew he was like a runner. Yeah, was, but I'm whatever. not gonna be like. Yeah, but all right, look at his professional career. He had that one year. I'm saying with the right coaching staff, he's having a good year. This he's not having a bad year in Denver. No, he's not having Even a year where you're like, oh my god, I'd rather have Kirk than uh, fucking Case than this guy. Well, Kirk is having that type of year. That's the problem. That's the thing, and also you're you're paying double what you're you would be paying Keenum. Right, and, and think you, about what you could have done to maybe you could have gotten an offensive I mean, line. Well, being in New York, you see in the tabloids all the time. I know t- well, Tim can attest because he's a Jet fan that it's the greatest ninety million dollars never spent was on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I, I think that one thing that you have to remember though as well is. The football is not like baseball or basketball where you can just sign a free agent and you could slot them in and you're good to go. Uh, I think there is something to be said about the fact that this is Kirk Cousins' first year on the new contract with a new team and a new offense and a new coordinator and a new, new whole everything around him, uh, new weapons, new everything. So I think that, um, you know, give him, give him a year before. Dude, and, and not only that. You but say like, you have Case Keenum. Dude, he's, he's got 3,700 yards, 24 touchdowns, and nine picks. But yo, not, like. 
awful. Yeah. Also, that whole team inefficient. Kind of like, you know, underperformed for the most part. Anyway. Yeah, the defense hasn't been as good as it was last year. No, I mean it has been so. Not, but it has been not, since ever since Griffin came back. The it, defense was really good last year too against Seattle. No, man, they've gotten lit up a lot this year, bro. But when none they of play it like, When they play like good quarterbacks, they get. I mean, smoked. they just shut down Russell Wilson. That's true. That's true. Oh my God! What about that one throw that he made? Russ? That was one of the worst throws I've ever seen. So like in the end, of end life. halftime. Like oh that, yeah, yeah. Look like Mitch Trubisky. Rolling yeah. out, rolling out. It's like, oh, oh yeah. shit, he just like evaded all these linemen and then bedtime throws a pick. I don't know, man. I feel like Kirk Cousins is weird. He's like 4-15 and 15 on primetime. He's 0-7 on Monday Night Football. It's just, seen that. It's just crazy craziness. The, they haven't allowed more than 30. The last time they allowed 30 points was against the Saints in, on October 28th. So this has been, it's been a good D. How about the fish on the other side, though? I am uh, the Marlins. I mean, the Marlins, the Dolphins, <laughs> the Miracle Dolphins is what we should really be calling them. The, the Miami, Miami Miracle Miracles. is what they call it. And the last time we had a play coined a miracle, the following week, Vikes. the team lost by 40. And I think that's what's going to happen this week. I think Minnesota is in a prime bounce back spot. Miami's coming off an extreme, extreme high where they literally won at the last play of the game with two laterals, which is something that. Yeah, it's the longest play like. To ever to win a game, to end the that, game, like to end the game, it was it was nuts, you know, and you know, parlayed the fact that on Monday night the Vikings looked so bad. This is a seven point line, I think, when I saw it. I just think that Minnesota is going to come in now, maybe with the new offensive coordinator bringing in there, a guy that they liked more in house. I think that Minnesota just blows the doors off. Yo, I was reading this, I didn't realize it. The Dolphins are twelve and four under Tannehill's last sixteen games. Dude, Tannehill with Adam Gase. This was Shit. yo, one of my favorite bets this year was their win total was six. Yeah. Five and a half at some places. And like it's gone the way I thought it would. They've beaten up on shit teams. And, you know, they got that win against the uh the Bears, which was, you know, the the letdown coming off a of bye week. It was like hundred and five degrees in South Beach. A lot of other things in South Beach also. And then, you know, they beat the Patriots Back the way they did. Backup quarterback too. So <laughs> Miami now they're seven. They're in the hunt for a playoff also. They're right there with the Colts. And and yo, look, Adam Gase last year you could kind of scratch that season because Tannehill tore his ACL, so he didn't play. Him with Tannehill has been good. They went yo, they went ten and six, and then they lost to the Steelers when Tannehill got hurt too. That's why I was high with this team because Tannehill's not a Tannehill's not going to get you excited, but I I feel like Tannehill is is serviceable. At the same time though, their point differential is minus fifty. And they seem to hit a big play every game that just kind of puts them over the top. Let's see. Let's see what happens in this one. If they pull this one out, I might start believing. But I just can't believe in this roster the way it's currently constructed. I can't believe in the team. Like Ryan Tannehill has been good, and we've mentioned on the show before his career arc has only been straight up. Mm. Like there's never been any dips in his production. I think this year you could say too that he's been having a good year. Um, and yo, let's not forget he he missed a couple of games too. Yeah. Who knows what their record could have been if he played. Right. For Joe's favorite guy. What? Brocky Brock. Brocky Brock Littlecock. Your favorite guy. That shows QB1. In, in reality, the dude's mad tall. He probably has uh, like a big ass. Oh, he definitely <laughs> has a hammer. Guy's I mean, a, he's no John Hamm. He is like 6'6 six, six or 6'7. No, six, John Hamm's got a penis on him. When you, when, you showed me, when you showed that picture, I was like, whoa. That guy's got a penis. I was hoping you guys would notice that. Is that weird? I was like, oh, I, I mean, I think every. I mean, that was like the first thing that stuck out. I to think me. everyone, yeah, yeah. the first thing, that, oh, yeah. holy shit, look at that guy's dick. Yeah, John Ham's got some ham. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, uh, the final game we have here: Patriots nine and four going to Pittsburgh. 
Seven five and one. What do we got in this game? This is a must win for Pittsburgh. Like you can't lose this game. Period. You cannot have six losses because your tie does not allow you to have six losses. Word. Because there's gonna be another team with six losses in the way. And you're not gonna have any type of tiebreaker against them because of your tie. And you no, lost they the have game the winning to the percentage tiebreaker. Nah, not a, not to a ten and six team. Not to a ten, yeah. So you lost to the Raiders, fucked everything up, three losses in a row, and now you're putting yourself in a position where your back's against the wall against the Patriots. You gotta win this game. Period. Yeah. If you don't, you're out. Who New England in the last twenty times Bill Belichick is either an underdog or a favorite by less than three points. Joe, do you want to take a guess what their record is? Straight up. This is just straight up. No against the spread. It's just in those games. How many games? In the last 20 games where the Patriots come off a loss and they are either an underdog or a favorite by less than three points. A million and one. 14 and six? Nope. Tim, guess? 18 and two. Probably zero losses or infinite wins. I would, yeah. I would, 20 you know, and 0? 20 and 0. 20 and 0 in those scenarios. And that's Jesus. what we got this week. All right. I'm switching my picks. Patriots, <laughs> Patriots are. But, it's, but this is a weird situation because of like what Tim said because – Pittsburgh historically with Ben and Tomlin when their backs are up against the ropes. We saw that earlier this year, that Monday night football game where we spent the whole segment on like, yo, is Fitzpatrick the guy, right? They come out and they had to win that because they were all one and one. And that's what they did. They show up when they need to, but this is a different animal because it's new England coming in and it's new England coming up, coming in off Bill Belichick's most embarrassing moment as a football coach. Yes. That's what they were saying Fucked about up. that shit. Yeah. You know, we've seen helmet catches. We've seen like him going for it on fourth and two on like his 20 yard line and shit. They're I mean, saying that that was the most embarrassing moment of his career. Lem uh, from VM not only said that everyone should be fired on the entire staff on his, on his show. I he said it, it on Instagram too at veterans minimum. G plug. Yeah. I was like, yo, just, you know, we had a couple days to think about it. Maybe I was a little out of line with my comments still, but I was like, no, nah, I'm staying put. Like that, that is a fireball. Anyone but Bill Belichick would have been like, raise the question. Okay. Yeah, not not him fired, but I'm saying like the defensive coach, oh, like, oh. like assistant coaches, <laughs> like whoever thought that was a good idea. Deletion. How do you know it wasn't him though? Then that guy, he, he had some leeway. He got a couple of rings. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the Pats are and Tom are 11 and two against the Steelers. Yeah, they all own time. Them. Yeah, they yeah. own them. So I don't think they're out like you said with the loss. Because seven and six right now, so now in the last playoffs. Yeah, I think the Ravens are seven and six. So them, the Colts, the, the division they can Dolphins. still grab. They don't have to worry about like the wild card. I think even if they lose this game, there's a in a because both the Ravens and the Steelers lost last week. There's a small possibility that the Cleveland Browns could win this division. The Brownies, Joe Joe's. Eyes just like lit up. I think that's for you because if they win the division, yeah, the because Browns you're a bitch. Oh, like, I said, oh, Man, I said one thing about yeah. the Browns oh, one, one time, one thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the oh the Browns are gonna Yo. brown this. They're gonna that's brown a, this. That's again. what I said. Yeah, you were hedging because they were up like fucking Yo. fourteen with like a minute fifty left. And can he, I and he was you. getting points. He was getting points. Can I remind you that the reason why I was saying this is because I picked the Browns in our picks. Yes, I know, but you were hedging your bet. No, I wasn't. Yo. I was just saying the Browns might brown yes. us up. And yeah, but yo, and I, what did what I, I say? What am I supposed to do? Just forget about yes. years of history? Yes. yes. No. You, you know why? Completely different team. Culture change, bro. Yo, that's your word. You know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm going. I'm going full dark side. Fuck the Browns, bro. Fuck the Browns. That's right. You're going to win the division. I wow. said it. Baker mania, brother. brother. When they, I'm gonna, every, when they lose this week, I'm going to make sure to let you know. 
Yo, if the Browns win the division, I'm going to lube up my body. <laughs> just stop right there. That's and, great. Just, <laughs> and just and just and hug you. And you're lubed up too. And I'm nice. <laughs> That's supposed to be a punishment? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a good time. I'll be honest. I started that punishment. Like and I was party. like, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> that's what I said. Just lubed up. All right. So Nick's going to be lubed up instead. Ooh, All right. So that's, that's, a that's, a lot of, that's a hairy a lot person. Of, a lot of friction. That's a lot yeah, of hair. Right hair on hair right. now. <laughs> <laughs> you got two Greeks rubbing together. It's, it's a fire starts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> back to this game. Serious question. Stoziki. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound crazy. Who does, who does New England treat as the number one this week? Cause like Juju last six six games, I don't know. Man. And so, AB, it's like it's it's pretty significant. I think you put a number two on AB, he becomes AB again, yes. and like don't do that. You stop AB. Yeah, I think you, I think you stop, AB. stop AB. He's been a he's he's been the one guy that the Pats haven't been able to stop too. He, he's done pretty well against New England, and I think tenure. they're both good. I just think AB is better, and I think if you if you take him lightly, he'll remind you. And like I. Dude, if I'm the Steelers and we come out on offense and I see like, oh, they're going to try and shut down Juju, perfect. Let's just run slants all fucking day to AB. Yeah. Let him run all the way down the field, no one touching him. Yeah, I think you got to keep AB. I hear what you're saying, though, because like, ride the hot hand, essentially. It's like, this dude's been killing. So it's like, you know, I just think they're both really good players and you're going to have to have a, you know, one of your better corners on them, but. Yo, you know, you know how I talked to you about the Ravens succession line. Mm-hmm. I think the same succession line is happening in Pittsburgh. Yo, the I said same the same thing the, about the wide receivers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is just the succession line of the wide receivers of, of Pittsburgh since Mike Tomlin has gotten there. You had um, Santonio Holmes as the, well. First, you had Heinz Ward, and then he was pushed out for Santonio Holmes, and then Santonio Holmes was pushed out for Plaxico, and then Plaxico was pushed out. No, 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 no. Yeah, I switched that up. You're right. Well, these guys. After Holmes, it was AB. Huh? After Holmes, it was AB. So yeah. it was Plexico, and then it was. There Holmes. was also Mike Wallace and Emmanuel Sanders in there. Like, Actually, yeah. I so thought that that's Martavius? where you were going with that. From San Antonio, from it went from San Antonio Holmes. Went it to went Mike to Wallace. Wallace and Sanders, and then AB came along. Sanders dipped. Wallace dipped. They got rid of Wallace and yeah. Sanders for AB. Right. So it was. It, it, it does seem like a passing of the torch, man. I'm showing Tim the numbers right now. So Antonio Brown, last six games, 62 targets, 40, 5, 11, and 4, right? Juju, last six games, 62 targets as well, 45 catches, 640 yards, and four touchdowns. Granted, he did score that like 99 yard or yeah, two, yeah, so yeah. it is a little yeah. inflated. Still, dog, that's back-to-back years he scores 90-yard touchdowns. That so. guy is uber talented. I like, like him a lot. And Next he level Fortnite's athlete. too. Son is turnt, yo. He's <laughs> got like a flat top now. I fuck with it hard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's going to be... It's Your season's on the line here if you're Yeah, they got the Saints left on their schedule yeah, too. Yeah. So. Woo. It's going to be tough. Tough. Uh, all right, cool. So who do we got winning? I'm, I don't know. I had Pittsburgh all week until I heard that shit about New England. 20-0? and 0? I didn't even have a pick, but then he said that, and I'm like, well, what am I going to do here? 20 games is a huge sample size. Yeah. Especially in the NFL. I don't know. You know, I tend to think that, like, yeah, the Steelers' backs are against the wall, but also with the Patriots, this is kind of like, are you guys going to make a fucking, like, if you're going to be a Super Bowl winner or Super yeah. Bowl contender, like, this is a game you got to win. Also, not for nothing, the, the Steelers have been the Patriots' main rival. Yes, the Patriots have gotten the, the best of them, but if you're the Patriots... Maybe you're you're saying, hey, this is our opportunity to knock these fuckers out of here. And, yo, look, let's not forget one thing. 
the they have the same record as the Texans, right? And they have the tiebreaker over the Texans, but the Texans play the Jets on Saturday. They'll move to ten and four if they win that game, right? They're a seven point favorite on the road against the Jets. So let's just say we go by Vegas, and Vegas is always right. They win that game. New England might not have a bye week. You might have to play like a Baltimore, a Colts in the first round kind of thing, you know. So you just got to be careful if you're New England. It's a, it's a huge game, yo. New England ain't giving no wins to nobody. I'm surprised yeah. this wasn't flexed to the night game. That and, like, <clears throat> Dallas Indy should have been flexed. Because, like, Carson Wentz is now out, too, so he's not playing for the Eagles. And right. it's the Eagles at the Rams. They're 11-point underdog, I think, last I checked. So it's just it's two big-ass games that should have been flexed into. Right. All right. Carolina-New Orleans got it. They're Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sunday's flex. Rams-Philly? Yeah. Flex! <laughs> it's kind of like um, Alright cool Let's get to the picks here uh, As the standings uh, Currently stand I don't know why I said that But uh, Boss is still on top 26 you and know? 16 You know 26 and 16 on the year What were the records last week? Uh, what? What were the records last week? Okay Tim. Why? Uh, I, I'm genuinely curious uh, I'm gonna... How'd we do? I went two and one. I went only three. He went only three. Everyone, we went, went one and two. two. Oh, okay. So boss went twenty six. Curious, and my ass. I'm calling bluff. You nah, because I want. I want to see how if I gain any any yeah, ground one on one game. That isn't gonna help you win at all. I'm realizing that now. <laughs> boss twenty six and sixteen. Tim is in second, twenty and twenty two. I am in third, eighteen and twenty four. Uh, and Nick is in last, sixteen and twenty six. Oh, dirty! Bring out the rear. I'm mathematically eliminated at this point. Why? I'm because only six I'm, games up, two weeks. There's nine games left, and I, I, I thought I was ten games down. There's six games. Oh, you oh, are not mathematically. I, I can't win. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's quiet for me. Yeah, you're done. All right, so we're gonna get crazy on these Boss, picks. Yo, can you pull up the lines though for me? Sure. So I can just uh, take a look. The lines? Why do you want to the, see lines, the lines? The lines. I, I will say the one. The one game that I know for certain that I'm taking is because uh, I saw you had the other game. I'm taking the Colts minus three and a half um, against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings minus eight and a half also. And then my underdog special is going to be the Tim's Cleveland Browns (laughs) catching three and a half in Denver. I think Denver is deflated. They're deleted after that loss last week. Uh, Still Uh, six or seven, one game out. Yeah, but but they lose lose Chris Harris Jr., I think, which was big. It was very obvious when he went down last week and they also lost Emmanuel Sanders too. So I think that uh I think the Browns win that game outright. That was a deflating loss for Denver yeah. last week. Like you you're you you're on a roll, you're beating these teams, your playoff hopes are alive, and then you lay a fucking egg against the Niners. Ugh. Um all right, I'm in third, so I'm gonna go next. Uh I'm actually taking the Cowboys getting three and a half points. I think that uh, you know, a game that could seal the deal for you, win the division. Uh, I think Cowboys are playing excited. Also, I think they're excited about playing, and that, uh, like, I feel like they have a new identity. They got Mark Cooper, Nooper, whatever the fuck you want to call him. That's right. I don't care. <laughs> um, and they've just been, they just look like a different team. So I think they take this this game. Also, getting three and a half points like on this slate, I think like. I'm definitely taking this team, getting three and a half points on the slate. Um, I'm taking the Texans minus six and a half at the Jets. Uh, just, I just think they're just going to win by a touchdown at least. I just I don't know. Uh, and the Rams are taking minus nine and a half uh, against the Eagles at home. I'm going to be at that game, that Jets game. So if you're around, so come see me. Um, all right, I'm next. Uh, I'm two games under 500. 
Yeah. Bold prediction. I'm at 500 or better next week, and I'm coming for your ass, boss. You have to go 3-0 for that to happen. To go to what, 500? Yeah. Well, two games under 500. Right. Oh, yeah, you're Just right. Three, yeah. All right, fine. I'm going 3 Not the best at math. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a social day teacher. Cowboys plus 3.5 at the Colts. I think they go through. I think they beat the Colts outright. I think that the Cowboys are on a mission right now, and I think that defense travels. So, um, the Rams are minus 9.5 at the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles lost their starting quarterback. They lost their entire secondary. I could very easily see this team being a team that's just like, hey, we won the Super Bowl last year. It ain't our year. Let's just let's take it easy a little bit. Let's cruise a, a, for a, a little while. And I'm taking my Bears five and a half versus Green Bay. Um, I don't care who the quarterback is opposing them. That defense is real. And that offense, I think Mitch Trubisky bounces back and everyone's on his dick again le- next week um, when he, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I told you Mitch Trubisky sucks. I told you Mitch Trubisky. Let's just not, let's pretend, let's like not forget that he just came off a f- injury to his throwing shoulder. And is his first game back against a decent defense? Can we can we can we be a little bit understanding here? Can we give him a little bit of a benefit of a doubt? So I'm going five and a half uh, point favorites with Chicago over Green Bay. Mm. What do you got? Tim, you have no chance. Two. Pass me. Keep talking shit. I'm coming. I'm, just- <laughs> I'm climbing the ladder rung by rung. Yo, was it nine? Slow and steady wins the race. Just- you have nine chances to pass me. I'm six games up. I don't want a gift from you for Christmas. Just please don't blow this lead, bro. You know, like, <laughs> I can't. I can't. How impossible is if I win one game each week, I win. Yo, I'm, I will tell you this. Yo, he has to go three and zero. If I week. end up coming back and winning this, we're not gonna hear the end of it. I'm gonna talk shit until like I'm quitting. I'll let you. I'll, 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 I'm quitting this. Just so you know, so, so you decide what you want to do. <laughs> it's over this week. Texans minus six and a half against the Jets. I think that line is. Woo. I don't know. The Jets are aren't good. Uh, Titans plus two and a half against the Giants. I'm betting against both New York teams. And Seahawks minus five and a half against the Niners. They need to win that game. Coming off a big win at home against the Vikes. And they're going to carry that momentum into San Fran. Damn, that smells like one and two, bro. It smells like one and three to me. Oh, shit. I smell it. You guys are Didn't you take the Texans? No. Oh, I I'm, going, I'm going to the Jets these, game. I can't take the test. These two bottom feeders are saying it smells like 0-3. <laughs> what do you mean two bottom feeders? I'm second place, bro. Yo, have, you won, have you won a yearly pick em thing? Like, bro, I collected like two Gs last uh, year. Yeah, on so I can't even use that. I was going to say because uh, there's only two champs here for real, for real. Don't matter. Yeah, I got, I got money to my name on a pick em pool. I, I've got more than one back. I'll go back to back. <laughs> Come on, dog. Fuck, I'm going to have one this year, bro. I don't know who you're talking to like that. Yeah, it's true. And then the only person who won't have one. Hey, I had the playoffs last year. I'll take uh, that. I'll uh, take that. Boo. I'll take that any day. I'll take you want the, the participation trophy. Day. Very nice. I won the playoffs nah, last year. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. This one's like uh, this is like the the English Premier League. This is a, a big. <laughs> <laughs> Tim won. Tim won the Confederates Cup. We yeah, very nice. Yeah, I'm the best. I'm the best heel out here. Why you being a dickhead fool? <laughs> Stop being a dickhead. I feel like that's my walking music. I, I, just, at this I point. just sneak that in just. How's it going? Walking music. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Nick was gonna pop there, that. There's so many good wrestling. That's ones. how we should sign Nick off whenever he asks. And for his name <laughs> is I love it. Uh, all right, cool. That is our show for this week. Uh, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrab on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Big stuff coming from Brodo. Um, big announcements coming soon. And also, this week, we are joining, teaming up like we did last year with Degeneration Bets. Next week. Week 16. 
Oh, right. I'm a little bit up on it. So on week 16, He's horny, guys. championship week, we are teaming up with D-Generation Bets. Nick was shaking his head. No, I'm like, what? Did we cancel this? <laughs> <laughs> and we are coming for you Saturday morning, either from, we haven't decided yet from like, like 9.30 to 12.30 or like Sunday, 10 Sunday. to 12.30. What'd I say? Saturday. Damn, I'm fucking this up. <laughs> I'm Next. not going to promos. You know what? I'm going to let Nick take this. BrotoFantasy.com. So what Tim is trying to say is uh, we're doing the live stream. If you guys remember last year, we did it on the YouTube channel as well. We did a rundown. We went a couple hours. We gave you actives, inactives. We gave you our thoughts on the news and the notes of the day. We ran through every single game. Weather. Weather, all that fun stuff. You know, we gave you the reason why it's a, a, a yearly and a daily thing is because yearly, for the most part, unless your league is trash, your championship game is week 16. And also it's the biggest uh, GPP guaranteed prize pool of the entire year when it comes to daily fantasy so we're gonna do a nice little rundown there be on the lookout follow us on social media at veterans minimum everywhere and you'll be up to date with everything that we have we had a nice turnout last year yeah and uh hopefully we could uh you know pick up from there and as far as i go you can find me at the lamb show on all social media as well baby not for nothing we also killed that shit just just to put that out there we i multiple people told us that we were our our stream was the reason why they won their championships in their league so um, come check us out. We hopefully I'm playing that week, boss. You I was about to say we'd be remiss if we didn't rem- uh, mention the matchup in the room in the semifinals. That's true. Oh and yeah, me against Santa Gato Studio League. Me against him. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, and, and then, and then and we got Impy against Danny. Yes, from DB. So it should be fun. Danny Immigold. Damn, it should nice, be fun. Nice. Yeah, I'm long gone. I didn't make the playoffs in that league, but uh, nighty night. I'm in the semifinals in our big uh, money league. So yo, five in a row. Here I come. Uh, at Individual27 on Twitter and the Gram. Uh, you guys can follow all of us at Veterans Minimum on all social media. My Twitter is at Joe Santagato. Hit me up. And that is all. Thanks for listening. Do it again. <laughs>